Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode Josh, Hello. have you ever wished that you could move back in time or visit a point previously in time? Yeah, I think that'd be quite cool. Where would you like to go and where, or when? Oh, I would like to go back to Pocahontas days. Oh, really? Native yeah. American times? Yeah, I would. Because I, I find that very interesting back in the day with all Native Americans and uh, that whole, what would you call it, culture? Yeah, culture, yeah. <laughs> With, like, spears and bows and arrows and things. And I found, I found out the other day that <laughs> – you've already got me started. I found out the other day that, you know, the middle finger flipping the bird? Yeah. That comes from Native Americans. Oh, does it? So when they were captured, um, they used to cut off the middle finger – of the Native Americans, because that's what they used to fire the bow and arrow. So when they were flipping the bird and sticking the middle finger up, it was to say to the enemy, you know, no, no, I've still got my middle finger. Uh, well, it's very similar to the English version. Mm -hmm. uh, the English uh, archers back in medieval times used to do the two fingers up. Ah. Because because of the same reason. When, when they were caught, they would, be have their fingers severed mm. so as as a rebuke rebuttal or whatever they used to put up the two fingers to say look we've still got our firing fingers so i can still shower you mm. with arrows there's got to be truth in both stories there there yeah. must be but that's the interesting thing about <laughs> history isn't it I, I, um different cultures and stuff can have similar backgrounds yes and uh if, if i were to um go back in history I think I'd like to go back to like the seventies or the sixties, maybe the sixties when Jimi yeah. Hendrix came to England. Mm -hmm. Love to catch one of his gigs. I'll never get the chance, yeah, yeah. myself anymore. And in fact, in today's story, there, it, it is about people who supposedly have travelled back through time. Oh, okay. Uh, and specifically, uh, well, not not only localized to this area but there are more 
stories around Liverpool than there are mm. sort of anywhere else. Okay. So potentially the chance of actually being able to go back in time and seeing one of the Beatles' first gigs would be <laughs> would be quite immense, wouldn't it? <laughs> not for me, mate. I was more, uh, more of a Rolling Stones fan. No, I'm not particularly a Beatles fan either, <laughs> but to act, if you did suddenly find yourself back in the 1960s in the middle of Liverpool, I, I think I, I, I'd have to have a go. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to. Because my mum always said that uh, the Beatles would stop airports and things they, they were that big yeah, that yeah it would just come to a standstill so imagine being around all the atmosphere and all them people just screaming for the Beatles that would be mental wouldn't it yeah <laughs> women throwing their underwear and stuff yeah that used to happen yeah don't get celebrities like that anymore really do you no, no not so much but in actual fact um, in the case of like Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. he used to get all that happen but his PR team used to pay the people in the audience to do it. Oh, I know. What a cheat, eh? Not even authentic. It's not even authentic. But anyway, <laughs> going back to today's story, it's about what they call time slip. Actually, I'll leave that there. Time slips. Okay. Now, I imagine this as like a, a almost a time bubble. I mean, it'd be great if you had like a ray gun that would like that and create a time bubble where you're in the same location but you travel to a different point in time. That's what this is kind of like, these these experiences that these people have had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I don't have any surnames on this. I've had to go through several websites to get the information that I've got. They're all, the stories are all pretty much exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they've come from the same source with slight variations. I've, I've tend, I'm going to tend to leave those out a little bit. The first story is of a guy called Frank. Frank and his wife, Carol, were out shopping in Liverpool city centre. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank came across uh, a friend of his. Uh, Frank was an off-duty police officer. I don't know who the friend was. He might have been another off-duty police officer. I'm not sure. It doesn't doesn't specify but he was distracted from his wife talking to his friend for a, a little while. And his wife said, oh, I, I'm going to carry on. I want to get to Waterstones bookshop, Waterstones, mm-hmm. um, before it closes. He was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, so he carried on talking to his friend for a little while. And then when the conversation ended, he, he carried on down uh, to uh, Bold Street. Now, Bold Street seems to be a hot spot within Liverpool for these time slips or these time bubbles. Okay, so that's the main hub, if you will, for these Yeah, times. sort of. And it's a, it's a very central Liverpool area, like one of old town Liverpool, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he ran at the corner into Bold Street, and it was just, you could see the bookshop where he was aiming for to go, and just as he went across the road, he nearly got hit by a van. And Cardin's was written on the side of the van, C-A-R-D-I-N-S. Okay. Now, apparently, I've tried looking for what company this was, but they were apparently quite a a, a popular van. Maybe they were a, like a delivery van or something like that, a courier, something. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were all over Liverpool during the 1950s and 60s. Not anymore. Mm. He didn't think about that at the time because the driver was honking at him to get out of the way before he got run over. So he just kind of stepped back on the pavement. The van went past and he carried on heading towards the shop that he knew was Waterstone's bookshop. When he got there, though, 
Waterstones, the, the storefront, wasn't displaying books. It was displaying clothes, hmm. coats, umbrellas, hats, things like that. And he looked up at the sign, and it didn't say Waterstones. It said Crips, Son and Co. Hmm. Outfitters. And he was kind of just kind of a little bit confused. He was looking around, and he noticed that all the cars in the street seemed to look like old-fashioned. They'd all got the round headlights and the chrome bumpers and, you know, how cars did yeah, yeah. back in yesterday. When cars looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, like the hot rods and stuff like that, mm. I suppose, isn't it? Um, and all the people, like the, the ladies in the street, had all got their hair up in, like, head scarves, the old-fashioned style, and they'd all got very mm-hmm. prim and proper, all wearing dresses. No one was sort of wearing jeans oh, or anything like that. Oh, we're talking, like, like top hat and suit kind of... Not quite that old. More about, around about the 50s and 60s, you know, blokes would wear nice suits, you know, yeah, with the yeah. thick-rimmed glasses, but they wouldn't be in, like, bowler hats or top hats or anything like that, you know. It wasn't, wasn't quite mm. that far Just back. smart casual. Yeah, smart casual, but the ladies all wear sort of long sort of trench coat style, you know, um, overcoats and frocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. And frocks I know what you mean. And, uh, like, no one's wearing trainers. They're all, all wearing proper shoes mm. and that sort of thing. Um, and he was just kind of looking around thinking, this is a bit odd. When uh, another woman appear- appeared next to him, who was dressed more modern day, you know, more modern casual, and she was looking at the shop as well, like trying to work out, thinking, oh, "What's going? Is this must be a new clothes shop, sort of thing." And she smiled at him, and he, he smiled back, and they just sort of both wandered into the shop. I think Frank went in slightly before her, mm-hmm. and when he get, got into the shop. He was surprised to see that it, it was Waterstones again. Mm. It was all books. And as he looked back at the windows, that, that was, it was a normal Waterstones display case. The clothes and the umbrellas and the hats had gone. Mm. And the woman was next to him again, looking around, just as confused as she was outside. And she sort of passingly said, oh, I, I, I thought this was a new clothes shop. Uh, uh, that's what I'm after. And, and off she walked out of the shop, and as far as I know, Frank never saw her again. We don't get an account of her side of the story. Um, but that that is Frank's account. He found his wife, and everything was normal from that point on. He never experienced mm. it again. And um, he didn't walk through anything, like a portal, or it was just... No, no. It, it, it seemed to be seamless. Oh, okay. He walked through the shop door... And he was in a bookshop, whereas outside he seemed to be looking at clothes mm. shop. Was this in the two thousands? Uh, I think this was the early two or mid two thousands. Um, it seems to be that most of these stories are around two thousand and seven. Okay, yeah, yeah. around that time. Not sure if they were all definitely in that year, but yeah, uh, at least two of these were in two thousand and seven. Um, Frank couldn't identify exactly what year he'd stepped back into in this yeah. time bubble or anything. But obviously, you know, we, we can surmise that it was sometime in the 50s or 60s because yeah. that was the kind of outfits and the kind of cars that were driving around. So um, you recognise the era? Yeah, yeah, the era, obviously. Yeah, he, he might have grown up in that era, I think, possibly. Um, but, yeah, and, and that that is the first story. Uh, the second story is a young lady named Imogen who went into the city to buy uh, some 
bits for her sister Abigail, who just had a new baby, so she wanted mm. to go in and get some bits for that. Again, went to Liverpool City Centre, somewhere near Bold Street. I'm not sure if it was exactly on Bold Street, but she noticed that there was a new mother care shop open. So in she went into this mother care, picked up muslin towels and baby grows and little booties and little hats and, you know, stuff like this that you'd buy for a, a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Took it up to the counter. They started ringing it through the till. And uh, she went to pay for it with a credit card. And the mm-hmm. store clerk just kind of looked at her all weird. Mm. And she was like, hang on a minute, I'm just going to have to fetch my manager. So she goes back, fetches the manager out, and the manager goes... Uh, sorry, we don't accept those those kind of uh, store cards here. And she's like, well, what do you mean? It's my credit card. And he's like, he's like no, do, do you have any cash? And she's like, no, I haven't, uh, I haven't been to the bank. And he's like, well, if you come back with some cash, then I, I can sell you, but I, I can't accept the card. Well, she just abandoned the idea anyway, walked out of the shop and went and found what she needed elsewhere, got back home, told her family about it and her mum said well that mother care closed down years ago decades ago hmm. and so Emma was like well I can't I've just in, I was just in there yeah and her mum was like no mother care closed down years ago that's now a bank that's where I've got my account hmm. and so like the next day Emerson went back into the city center and indeed it was a bank Mother wow. Care weren't there anymore. Exact same location. Exact same location, yeah. The same building. Yeah. But it's interesting to note that credit cards have been around for a long time. So for her to step back in time where they don't accept mm. credit cards, that kind of gives it some credence, if you ask me. Yeah. I don't know when credit cards were invented. I Probably 70s, maybe the no, I think it was before the eighties, possibly the 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 seventies. Yeah, it might have maybe store cards or something might have been around as early as the late sixties or something. But I think possibly the seventies. Don't quote me on that. Internet, you can always mm. feel free to. Step yeah, I was going to say, like, even when I was young, I don't remember getting my first bank card or anything like that until I was like, you know, late teens. No, but I can remember my dad having credit cards. In in the 1980s. Okay. So I would imagine that 1970s would seem like a reasonable sort of time for yeah. me anyway, I'd like so to say. Do we know if this was the 50s again or the 60s? It, or? She, it, she doesn't say. She she didn't. The thing is, she only she, she only noticed, like, the, the shop front. She didn't look around or notice mm. any old cars or anything like that. Or she, she was focused on, on the shop that she wanted to go into. Yeah, yeah. And she noticed a mother care and she headed in. And it wasn't until she actually went to pay for it that she started realizing that it was all a bit strange. Wow. So these time, what were they? Time lapses. Time Uh, time slips. So time slips. Yeah. Um, The the only thing that's going through my mind is, was that person a different person in the future? Or was it, do do you know what I mean? So did that person actually exist? What they must have done. That's just weird, isn't it? But would that person still exist now? Is yeah, what, is yeah. What trying to get at. Yeah, well, I guess they would, but they'd be a lot older and they'd look different and they may not even live in the same part of the country anymore. Yeah, and in my mind, it's, it's so silly, but as you're saying about a time slip, 
in my mind, when they're going back in time, it's all black and white. <laughs> I, I I know <laughs> exactly know? what you mean because I imagine that I was st- when I when I was reading it up, I was sat there thinking, well, it'd be obvious because it's all black and white. No, it's, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's where my brain went to. It's like I'm imagining as they've gone back into modern times it goes fading into colour again <laughs> like, oh. because cameras do that but human eyes don't <laughs> yeah. so it would have been normal to them apart from everything would look old fashioned yeah, unless you're a dog and then everything's black and white either way <laughs> well yeah <laughs> um, but these are all okay. now obviously Frank in the first story mm. was an off duty police officer now you'd think that an off-duty police officer would be someone trustworthy and would be telling the truth. And he, he spoke yeah. about it for years and years, and, you know, he was absolutely adamant that this was a real thing mm. that happened to him. Same as Imogen. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Our third story <coughs> comes from someone who is maybe not as plausible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a guy called Sean. Again, I don't have any surnames for any of these people. And he had been actually shoplifting. <laughs> He'd been going around, you know, pinching a few things from I don't know what shop it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the security guard caught him and he legged it. And this wasn't Bold Street. This was near Bold Street. This was Hanover Street. He legged it down Hanover Street. Oh, sorry, microphone. Uh, with the security guard following him, hot on his tail. Mm-hmm. So to try and get away, he ducked into a side alley called Brooks Alley. Uh, and as soon as he started running down this alley, he realized what a, me- a mistake he'd made because it was a dead end. Oh, okay. So he stopped, sort of put his hands up, turned around, expecting a security guard to be smack on him, you know, wipe out. But no, no security guard there. Hmm. He completely disappeared. So Sean... Casually walked out of the alley, had a quick look around. No, no security guard, no one, no one to be seen. Carried on walking down Hanover Street. And this is when he started realising that things are a little bit strange because on the other side of the road, just before he'd gone into the alley, there were roadworks and they suddenly weren't there anymore. Hmm. And, you know, everything just looked a little bit different. There were bushes where there shouldn't be bushes. And, you know, yeah. you know, like I say, the storefronts might have been slightly different. The landscape had changed. Yeah, the landscape had changed dramatically just in just in the next, last few minutes. I mean, there's no way that a, a, a road works. You know, if they're digging up the road and got it, the traffic lights and all that sort of thing, they can't just disappear in an instant, can they? No, no. Um, so, but that was kind of what he noticed the most. Uh, so he carried on down Hanover Street, and, the, and he thought, I'll try my cell phone. Mobile phones are a thing. Took it out of his pocket, no signal, obviously. Mm. So discarded that. Well, not discard it, but put it back in his pocket. Carried on uh, down Hanover Street and uh, turned onto Bold Street, I believe. Uh, saw uh, uh, one of the old style, you remember when, Newspapers used to be available on a little stand and, <laughs> yeah, and that sort yeah. of thing. You put your money in, you get your Help newspaper. Yourself. Yeah, found one of those. Looked at the date on the on the. It was a newspaper stand selling the Daily Post, and when you looked at the date on it, it said eighteenth of May, nineteen sixty seven, mm. which freaked him out a fair bit. Yeah, I imagine it would. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and that's sort of, he was looking around and seeing exactly the same thing as Frank had seen. You had the old fashioned cars, the people, mm. women with their headscarves on and the old fashioned dresses that like your nan might wear these days. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he freaked out and he, he just legged it out of there. Uh, and as he approached the end of Bold Street, he said it started returning back to normal. Right in front of his eyes. Re- literally right in front of his eyes. He got to a bus stop. He looked back down where he had been and he could still see the old-fashioned cars further down the road. But there didn't seem to be, like you say, there was no portal there. It just, it was Seamless. modern day and then it was back in history. Mm. So he just jumped on a bus and got the hell out of there and and, and that's that. Yeah. He, he tried to sell his story or whatever. He, he told who he wanted, a newspaper or whatever it was. Um, mm. And to corroborate it, they went and found the security guard who then confirmed the story that he'd been chasing this lad down Hanover Street. The lad turned into the alley. The security guard turned to follow him and the lad just vanished in front of his eyes. Literally just disappeared. Yeah, just literally gone. just disappeared mm, in front of his eyes. So whatever this time slip is, this bubble, if you like, even though he was, I mean, he must have been hot on his tail, one running just a metre or two in front of the other, Yeah, one yeah. went through the time slip, but the other one didn't. Yeah, So I mean, that is very strange. You'd have thought that two entities passing through that same... Yeah. portal if you like they'd both go through it but it was only Sean that went through the security guard who I can't find out his name by the way I, uh, Paul Blart <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> if we all remember that film <laughs> yes um, yeah the mall cop um, but yeah no he, he actually corroborated the story I don't know if Sean ever actually got um, mm. any criminal uh, <laughs> well, I imagine just, he got away with it. Anything. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't actually go into that. It's more about the time slip than him actually getting a criminal yeah. record for what he'd done. But he seemed to get away definitely from the security guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, he, he got, went on to live another day and tell the tale to whoever he wants to tell. So it almost touches on like interdimensions as well, in a way. Yeah, like, almost. Yeah. And it's just, it's so bizarre to me. I mean, you've got Frank, Imogen, Sean, yeah, all telling the same story, roughly pre- the same, roughly yeah. the same, and it all seems to be from the same era. So I wonder if there's time slips that go back even further. Now it's interesting that you say that because I've got a fourth story here. Oh, have you? <laughs> yes, and this one's actually a little bit more local to us here in East Anglia. Okay, um, in the town of Kings Lynn. Ah, uh, yes. So it's not just Liverpool that this happens to, although Liverpool does seem to be a hot spot for it, mm-hmm. particularly the city centre around Bold Street and that. But it, there are stories have been reported from all over the country. I picked this one because it was fairly local to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was posted anonymously to, and all it said was a website that no longer exists. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that was, whether it was MySpace or, or I, I honestly don't know. But. Someone found it and reposted it onto uh, a website uh, managed by uh, Richard Holland. Uh, his website was called uncannyuk.wordpress.com. Okay. 
so like a free website i don't know i i, I haven't actually been on there uh, to um to identify what kind of website that is but that's where this this story first actually got noticed mm-hmm. and again like i say it was an anonymous post by somebody who was at kings near kingsland train station with his father or her father and sister because i don't know if there's a man or a woman that actually reported this story mm-hmm. but they were with their father and sister waiting for a train that the sister was going to catch to to go elsewhere yeah yeah and and they, they were not far from the train station maybe couple of hundred yards or something they they didn't want to actually wait on the station for whatever reason they decided to wait a little bit further away mm-hmm. and they said that the first thing they noticed was all the traffic noise just disappeared everything became eerily quiet nothing particularly changed too much around them as far as they noticed mm-hmm. until they started hearing the Horse hooves, hooves, and and lo and behold, a man driving a horse and cart came down the road towards them, and they said that he he looked like he was more in eighteenth century clothing. Mm. Well, but yeah, so, a horse and cart wouldn't be nineteen fifties. Well, no, well, it might be in rural Norfolk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> no, they, they, these people they they couldn't put their finger on exactly what kind of time that they'd slipped into, but it seemed to be a lot further back than the fifties mm. and sixties, which is where most of the Liverpool lot tend to say that they've got more recent history. Whereas this one was a bit further back. The, the guys said that this angry-looking man driving a horse and cart, literally came down the road wearing this 18th century gear, looking around. Uh, they, they didn't know what for. He was looking around. He circled his horse and cart right in front of them, sometimes looking even at them, but not necessarily seeming to register that they were even there. He mm. was preoccupied with whatever he wanted to do, and he seemed very angry, like they didn't want to interrupt him or, or get in his way. And he did a couple of circles around in front of them and then disappeared off the way that he came. And almost as soon as the horse and cart disappeared into the distance, they could hear the traffic, normal traffic noise again. Mm. So in this one, this one is a little bit different because in the, the Liverpool stories, the first three stories, people tend to move into the time slip. Yeah. Whereas this one, it seemed to move over them. Yeah, yeah, kind and of then, faded in. And then fade off. So it wasn't like that they actually travelled through a portal. It was almost like it washed over them and then faded yeah. away. And they said that it was that it just became the normal traffic noise and they were waiting for their train again. And they were all sort of looking around a little bit bewildered and said, did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. They all agree. All three of them mm. agreed that they had just seen this very strange phenomenon yeah, that yeah. they couldn't put it down to maybe like a um, reenactment guy or something like that because they said it was just too real. Every, the traffic noise just disappeared and the sound of the horse's hooves and the cartwheels were, you know, very yeah, predominant. it was like authentic. Yeah. So that that, that that is another story of these time slips. But that one's obviously a little bit more local to us here in East Anglia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also different in the fact that they seem to go back further and they didn't travel through it. It travelled 
over them. I think that would scare me more. Yeah? Yeah, like, I feel if I was in King's Lynn, and I'll never go there again because every time I do, I get bad luck. So <laughs> uh, if I was in King's Lynn and that, like you say, it kind of faded over you, I think that would be more scary to me than if I you're... think it would, yeah, because at least if you walked into an area and everything changed, you'd feel like you could turn around and walk back yeah. out of it, wouldn't you? Whereas if it just suddenly everything changed around you, you'd be a bit panicky, thinking, yeah. how do I get out of here? Because I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you try to get out of there, how do you know you're not travelling along with it? Mm. So That's another point, yeah. Would it's you... weird, man. Like They're very strange. I mean... We can only take these stories on face value. Yeah, because I almost want more details and stuff. I know it's it, you said it was hard to get the research on it and stuff. And yeah, yeah, which is fair enough, you know. Like uh, but the, the the first three stories, you'll find those those three on multiple websites, loads and loads of websites. Yeah, a lot of them have got really annoying adverts, and you know. Uh, so I, I will link to these stories in the in the the. the show notes or description or whatever mm-hmm. i'll try and pick ones without annoying adverts um so people at home can read it for themselves good luck because adverts are on everything yeah but like i say that the, the main points are in on every account of this of these stories on every website that you look on mm. they're, they're largely the same there's maybe a couple of little details different here or there but depending on who's reporting it yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they seem to be pretty much the facts for those first three stories. This this one story, I found it on the Eastern Daily Press, which is obviously a news website here in East Anglia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> is it, I mean, do you, do you trust that website or newspaper? I mean, we can only yeah. take it on face value again. Yeah, but I actually, it's an interesting topic. I think a hundred percent. I actually don't think it's that far fetched. With especially if you kind of think in the the mindset of it could be like a different dimension, or because with with an actual time slip, that the only thing that confuses me is like when someone passes away or dies, mm-hmm. going back to a time slip, would they just be alive again? It doesn't. Do you know what I mean? That's the, that's the bit I can't wrap my head around. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, if I suddenly passed away, and then in 50 years' time, someone had a time slip, like, I, I wouldn't be alive to bump into them. I don't know. That's the only bit I can't what, wrap if my they head. came back to nowadays <laughs> yeah. and encountered you, they would encounter you alive. Yeah. But, you, but you'd be dead in their time when they... Oh, it just back. confuses me. Yeah. <laughs> but... <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> what is interesting... Obviously, it is, I think, in the case of Imogen, mm-hmm. uh, the girl who went to mother care, that shop would have closed down before Imogen was born. So ah. there's not really a way that she could have known that it was there. Yeah, that's interesting. Beforehand, you know what I mean? Yeah. And why would you make up that kind of story anyway? I went out to buy her some baby clothes. Well, I found myself in the 1960s, and they wouldn't take my credit card. Yeah, yeah. Why know? would you lie about it? Yeah. I actually found Frank's story the more believable. The one. most plausible. Yeah. yeah, especially considering he had someone else there with him. And I, I don't know, in, inside a shop doesn't seem as believable to me as being outside. I don't know why that is. It, it's weird that the time slip 
it kind of has that portal as he goes through the door. It's only actually yeah. outside that he's in the 60s. When he walks inside, he was in modern day again. Yeah. Yet with Imogen going to mother care, when she went in the shop, she was still back in history. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't accept a credit card. Yeah. They didn't, didn't even know what a credit card was by all accounts. I mean, yeah. That, that is an interesting one, isn't it? I do love little stories and things like this, though. I'd, I'd like to have something like this happen to me. But then, oh, I would love it. Like I said, I'll be straight there for the Beatles. <laughs> I don't even like the Beatles. John Lennon, I, I can't stand the guy. <laughs> Not that he's alive anymore anyway, but, um, you know, it'd be one of those historical moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that you, I don't think you'd even get the chance to even think about it because these they, they seem to happen over the course of like five or ten minutes and then they're out yeah, of there again. Doesn't seem so long. you wouldn't even if it did happen to you, you wouldn't think, oh, excellent. I'd, when were the Beatles playing? Mm-hmm. I'll have to catch that show because by the time you actually find out when the show is, you'd be back in the nowadays. Yeah, I don't think as well. Maybe. Like you, your brain wouldn't think. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Because no, you'd just I would be, be thinking, panic- how the hell do I get home? Yeah, I'd be panicking, just yeah. like, what is going on? I want to get back to modern times. So you wouldn't actually Absolutely. think about going to see the Beatles or anything. Like no, that. no, not at all. Um, but it'd be, I think it would be a little quirky little thing, mm. wouldn't it? It'd be funny if you did happen to just slip back into like 1963 or something like that in the middle of Liverpool and yeah. it just so happens that the Beatles are doing like a sign-in or mm. something at whatever the version of HMV was back then or yeah, <laughs> something yeah. like that and you'd be I'd be straight there you'd have to I'll tell you what you as well you don't want to have a time slip and do a Marty McFly and kiss your own mother no that well, would that be would a disaster you out yeah <laughs> Yeah, that could lead to all sorts of um, paradoxes, couldn't it? Yeah, and then would that affect the time slip? Who knows? Would the time slip even happen if you affected things that drastically back in time? I feel, I feel like we're going too deep. I think we <laughs> are. I think we are, definitely. We've got to save dimensions and things for another conversation. But as far Possibly. as time slips go... Time slips, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, let's put it to the paranormality scale. I mean, what what do you reckon on this one? Well, I, because I find it really interesting, and I, to be, I know it sounds crazy, but to me it doesn't seem that far fetched, right? Okay. Because because of there's like stories where I don't. Well, not story. Have you seen the old photo of the guy where it, it is black and white, mm-hmm. and they're all dressed in? Uh, I, th- I think it's like 18th century clothing, and he's got sunglasses and a hoodie and a mobile phone. I think and, I know the one. No, it's not 18th. It's like the 1920s or something it, like that, isn't it? Yeah. And they say like, it's like the the classic time traveler photo. I'm pretty sure. If I you, know. I know the one that you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So because of things like that, and there was another one with the Mike Tyson fight where some guy had a smartphone, um, like an iPhone, back, right. back in when uh, before Mike they Tyson. even existed. Like, yeah. I mean, iPhone was what mid noughties was it something like that? Yeah, it must have been. I, early I got my first one around 2008, 2009, so they might have been around for a couple of years before that, but that, that's all it would have been. Yeah, but they didn't have iPhones in the 80s, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, God, no. So because of things like that, I don't think it's that far-fetched. Right. So, But the only other thing that's swaying me the other way to be a bit more negative about it is there's there needs to be more like stories of this happening. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure there's a few. There are. Out there. I've just I've picked some 
because we've only got so much time yeah. to, to cover this. You know? there, but that there yeah. are more stories. For, uh, if you mm. dive into the internet and go down a rabbit hole on this, there are little stories from all over the UK, particularly uh, in Reddit. If you put, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you put in time slips, Reddit, uh, particularly Bold Street Liverpool time slips, Reddit, there are lots and lots of posts of people confirming and. Uh, coming up with their own stories and stuff like that. Some of them are believable, some of them not so much. Um, I've picked these ones because I think they have some credence to them. Yeah, yeah. And obviously this one's local. Um, Police officer as well. Yeah, the first one is police officer. You'd think that you should be able to believe a guy who is on a police Mm. force, wouldn't you? Yeah. And... Sean, the shoplifter, maybe not so much, but the security guard corroborated the story. Mm. Yeah. Um, Two people, same event. That, to me, is Mm. what sort of solidifies that as maybe, I don't want to say absolute fact, but it's it's got more credence to it. You know, it's got more weight to the story. Straight off the top of my dome, I don't know why, but it's telling me a six. Six? Yeah. It's kind of in the middle, but I I like it so much, and I find it very interesting. I am going to research this a bit more as well, and kind of okay. like because I I do find it very interesting. So I want to know more about these and read more stories of it. Yeah. yeah. So because of that, I'm giving it a six. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 I I, I I'm probably going to join you around somewhere around six. I I think because we already covered like the Doddleston messages, which was very much like a time based mm-hmm. you know well, that was communication through time it was it wasn't people actually necessarily traveling through time or well apart from uh deb's in the book who's kind of like astral astral projected herself through time mm-hmm. which is because it's a completely different thing but still it kind of gives evidence to that whole maybe time isn't as one way as we think it is yeah you know, maybe it's a little bit more fluid than that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go too high, but I do want to give it a seven just because I'm – I love this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I don't want to go too high, but that would put our average at 6.5, which I think is I think fairly fair. fair. That is fair. Yeah. And it's, it's just one of those uh, – like you said, I, I used to be one of them people that I used to say, there's no way time travel is possible. Didn't believe in it. Didn't. But then from doing this podcast with you and having conversations with you and seeing photos and videos. Uh, the and, more stories you uncover, the more your mind opens up to these It does. Things. That's exactly what it is. Your mind opens to what could be going on because yeah. we, we are just but does stardust, that mean that so. in two years time if we carry on doing this podcast we'll vote everything as a nine <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i suppose but, i mean you could go down that route but I, we, we won't everybody <laughs> we, we won't we'll try and be fair yeah it is exactly that your mind kind of opens and it's it's just you think of things slightly differently and mm. now i'm in my 30s I look back on some of the things I used to believe in and talk about, like conspiracy theories and, and all sorts of stuff. And I now look back on 19-year-old Josh, and I'm like, 
what an idiot how did i how do i even think that was plausible you know and but there's other things that in my 30s i'm i'm now thinking you're starting to think these things are plausible where you thought they were lunacy before. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it my mate louis would be like it's all wrong it's all i'm sure he would <laughs> he's very skeptical isn't he yeah <laughs> but he does like our podcast hello louis hello louis I hope you're enjoying the show um hope everybody's enjoying the show in fact we are pretty much at the end of the show uh so uh i guess we we should just the sign off there yeah 6.5 6.5 is <laughs> fairly reasonable score um please join us again obviously always we'd like to hear your comments if there's a comment section where you listen or watch this podcast please feel free to like it subscribe comment away let us know your opinions let us know if you've had a time slip and have not put it on Reddit, and you want to give it us the exclusive on it first, that would be, That'd be an cool. awesome thing. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, paranormality.uk at gmail.com is the email address, and obviously there are virtually any social media you can comment on. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram and TikTok and, and all that, and generally just get in touch if you like this and you want to share your stories with us. Please do. Until then, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. This has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.